It is time for student phenology. If you have uh, uh, if you have a teacher, if you know of a teacher who might be interested in learning how to bring student phenology into the classroom, we are having uh, several training sessions coming up. It seems to me, Heidi, that we have uh, one on the 11th and the is it the 10th and 11th and then the 18th? That's right. 10th will be in Bemidji, 11th in Crookston, and March 18th in West St. Paul. Yes. So if you are, uh, if you know of a teacher, if you are a teacher and you'd like to expand uh, phenology in your classroom and learn how to uh, bring your students' reports to the airwaves, uh, you can attend one of those classes. If, uh, if they're not convenient and not near you, uh, send us an email and let us know that you're interested, and we will definitely follow up. My uh, Our phenology coordinator, uh, Sarah Mitchell, is uh, very, very adept at doing that sort of work, which is good because I am not. <laughs> but Sarah is there and has really picked up the slack on that face of our uh, efforts, and uh, you can help bring your community to this community radio service. Funding for Student Phenology is provided in part by the Minnesota Environment and Natural Resources Trust Fund, and their efforts and our efforts and the efforts of Andrew Pearson, who is a fourth-grade teacher at Lake of the Woods School in Bedette, has brought us our first report, and Emma is our reporter. This is Emma with the phonology report from Bedette for February 11th through 17th. On Tuesday, Abigail saw an unkindness or a flock of ravens in a field near her house. Tatum spotted a bald eagle near the playground on Wednesday. This was the first eagle we've seen here since November. Finally, starlings were seen munching on crabapples near Landon's house in Bedette on Thursday. Thank you, Emma. Nice report of ravens and an what? That she said unkindness. An unkindness of ravens. Yeah, <laughs> I I was reading about ravens and crows uh, this week, and uh, and they are. Uh, learning more and more about ravens and crows, including the fact that many uh, researchers now believe that that uh, ravens and crows can hold in their heads the same sort of thoughts that we have in terms of making tools and and putting them to work and and uh, anticipating things and and doing these sort of cognitive things that we didn't attribute to animals for many many years. So uh, interesting studies going on all the time about ravens and crows and how smart they are. Bald eagles definitely uh, coming back. Uh, a couple of reports from this area of bald eagles coming in and uh, starlings. Uh, good to see that the starlings have survived the winter, uh, eating at the fast food joints probably. Uh, I got an email from the man who is the uh, 
Oh, what could I call him? He is the force of nature behind uh, the phenology efforts up at Badet. His name is Jeff Burcham, and uh, he's a retired conservation officer. And he sent me an email this morning at 5.30 while I was coming into town saying that he had been out on the lek, the sharp-tail lek, and the lek is the dancing ground. The males gather in these grounds, and they dance and uh, try to establish a a pecking order, a, a, a superiority, and the females come in and watch the dance, and then they pick the one that they like. And uh, Jeff reported that that has all begun this morning. So lots of things going on in Bedet and uh, bringing uh, phenology our way. Thanks, Jeff, and thanks, Emma. Thank you, Andrew. Our next report comes from Aisley and Colton from Colin Cody's class at West Elementary School in Grand Rapids. My name is Aisley Colton. This is our phonology report from Mr. Cody's fourth grade classroom at West Elementary School. The date was 2-21-23. It was bright with sun. It was a little chilly with a modern breeze. We found the common green shield lichen on black ash tree. We were fairly positive we saw star rose lichen. We spotted 10 pine grosbeak females. On our walk, we found a dead vole and we are thinking that it got hit by the plow blade. Also, at recess, we found a vole and Noah caught it in the in his glove. Like Mr. Latimer says, onward and awkward. <laughs> those those kids are uh, they're pretty tuned into voles. I wouldn't want to be a vole in the West Elementary School area right now. Uh, they they just definitely know where to look and and they are on them pretty quickly. I, I encourage them to be very, very careful. We did some work with lichens this last week, and they found the common green shield lichen on a black ash, and we found uh, several other lichens that we worked to identify. It was a lot of fun. And while we were doing that, uh, just over our heads in uh, in the scotch pine and then over to some of the fruit trees nearby were a flock of uh, female Pine grosbeaks. I, I was a little disappointed that there wasn't a male with them because I would have enjoyed pointing out how lovely rose pink they are, and and uh, the kids, I'm sure, would have gotten quite a thrill out of seeing that big male grosbeak if he had showed up. Our next report comes from Jacob from the Conservation Corps of Minnesota and Iowa's conference at Long Lake Conservation Center. Hi, this is Jacob with Conservation Corps, Minnesota and Iowa. We are here at Long Lake from February 20th through February 22nd for our North District Chainsaw Orientation. While we were in the woods, we didn't see too many critters. That's probably because of all the chainsaw noise. But the Long Lake naturalists said they saw a bunch of cool stuff. The new snowfall was great for tracking. Saw a large canine track, possibly wolf lots of fox tracks, and a large cat, possibly bobcat. It was interesting to see the highway systems of trail that deer and predators follow. We also saw 13 white-tailed deer in one area, bald eagles, dogwoods brightening up the ditches on our drives into the center, first skunk sighting of the season, blue jays, and pileated woodpeckers. We did not see red poles, unfortunately. None this winter after last year being a very big year for red poles in the area. It was a great week and we want to remind everybody 
to unplug, get outside, and live connected. Thank you very much. That was a very well done report, Jacob. Uh, new snow always yields tracks. Uh, uh, the other thing I look for on new snow is birch seeds and the seeds of the tag alders, the speckled alders. Uh, and and interesting, I you know I I often don't think in a in a bigger picture than the sort of what's in front of me. But the the trail system that they were talking about of the deer and all of the other animals that are out there, and of course the dogwoods are definitely starting to show some brighter color uh a skunk uh, typical of uh, february february is uh, certainly the month i won't call it the month of the skunk but definitely uh, i look for or smell for skunks every february and uh, red poles red poles have sadly been lacking this winter although i did see a red pole at my feeder this last week so it was uh, pretty nice our next report comes from Hadley, Lucy, and Annika from Deanna Trottier's cla- Trotter, Trotty, Trottier's class. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep wanting to do the French pronunciation. And here in the United States, it's Trottier. Trottier's class at Eagle View Elementary School in Pequot Lakes. The weather today at Eagle View is minus 20 degrees and very cold and the roads and sidewalks are a little bit icy. We got about eight inches of new snow yesterday. Lucy has been seeing a lot of chickadees, bald eagles, and squirrels. Annika has been seeing a lot of chubby gray squirrels hanging out by the bird feeders by the lunchroom. Lee has been seeing deer digging in the snow looking for food. The deer are sticking to their trails so they don't have to walk through the deep snow. We started a twig experiment last week. The willows have lots of fuzzy buds called pussy willows. The willow coat helps protect the new bud in the chilly weather. The oak twig still has its old brown leaves but no new buds yet. The maple twig has buds that are bright red. The crabapple tree is starting to bud and the birch is hardly budding. We have unknown branch that is tiny neon green leaf starting. By giving the twigs warmth, light and water, we tricked them into thinking it's spring. This is Hadley, Lucy, and Annika reporting from Pequot Lakes. Bundle, Bundle up and be, be careful, careful not to slip when you go outside. <laughs> Good advice. Bundle up. Be careful not to slip when you go outside. Uh, squirrels, uh, their little, their twig experiment with the pussy willows and the red maples and uh, birches. And, uh, you know, I've, I've done this experiment over many, many years with many, many students. And it's always exciting. And you never know which of your branches are going to sprout. Some do, some don't. And sometimes it can be, you know, you can have two redwood branches, red maple branches, and one will sprout and one won't. So it just, uh, it's kind of the luck of the draw. Our next report is Cassie, Netta, Hazel, Rose, and Porter from Leona Sitchie's class at Roots and Wings Forest School. They are a mixed group of K through second grade students. This is Cassie, and Netta, Hazel, Rose, Porter, Porter from Roots and Wings Forest School in York Mills for February. It's our 17th for 24th. Last weekend, 
was the backyard bird count. Citizen scientists help estimate bird populations before the spring migration. We saw 11 woodpeckers, 14 turkeys, three chickadees, four bald eagles, two blue, blue jays, one cardinal, three pheasants, six crows, two grouse, plus 11 swans, and three owls. We also learned about eagles and starting watching the DNR eagle cam. The eagles are sitting on an egg. Here are a few bald eagle facts. They can travel up to 225 miles per day. Their their wingspan is six to seven and a half feet. They eat uh, a half a pound to one pound of food per day. They don't have a full white tail until they are six years old. This past week, we also saw rabbits, squirrels, and deer. We saw bobcat tracks in the woods. Thanks for listening. Stay wild. Can we listen to it? Yes, we can. You can listen to it. You did a nice job. Thank you so much. What a great report. That was from New York Mills. And uh, those children are obviously getting into nature. Their bird count was wonderful. They had just all sorts of birds that they saw there. 11 woodpeckers, 14 turkeys, two blue jays, one cardinal, three pheasants, two grouse, three owls, and even more than that. So, yeah, what a great day for them. And uh, we will talk a little bit about eagles when uh, when the phenology show comes along because we're going to talk about that and I'll include some of their data as well. That's our Phenology Talkback segment for this week. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again next week with the voices of the students.